that uh, after all these centuries, <clears throat> how did this deception not uh, be exposed or expounded on, like we talked about mm. today? Mm -hmm. So there's people from about 200 AD to now that don't have a clue of what you're talking about, and somebody has to know that these deceptions, these uh, erroneous uh, writings uh, have been there all along. Nobody's really yeah, you know that's why you know that. Um, so that would be like asking, you know, why in 1943 in in Berlin weren't people standing on the streets and screaming out that Hitler is killing the Jews and he is an evil man? Why weren't people doing that? Because what would likely happen to you if you did that? Yeah. You'd be killed immediately. Jews, in, in fact, were killed, and we never did this. We actually just try to be Jews, and we knew that saying any of this stuff would have been, you might as well just blow your head off, I mean, it was of no point. So we know the consequences, and that it was violence. Let me just say, and it's very, but this is true uh, from Constantine until, uh, until relatively recently. The violence would have been immediately used, not for saying this, You'd be burnt at the stake for just translating the Bible into, in, into English. Okay? Am I right? Is that... You couldn't even read the Bible for centuries. Right. So, I mean, I just want to just name two people. I mean, you saying this, you know what would happen to you? Like, I'll mention two names. William Tyndale with John Rogers. What happened to them? What did they do wrong? I want to say, ask you a question. They, they, what do they do? Translate a Bible into the English language? Burnt alive? That's what ISIS just did to a pilot in the world's outrage. They did that for translating. They took a man who was a Christian, a devout believer, and they killed, they burned him alive. John Rogers was on, in hiding, and he, he was, and um, he he died of natural causes before they were able to get their hands on him. They actually dug up his dead corpse and burnt it at the stake. What was the crime? The crime was what? What did he do? What would happen to you in the ancient world? No. Let me ask you a question. Why did they use violence? Why? Why, why when... I'm going to use some very disturbing imagery, but it, is really, it really is appropriate. Why do men who rape women threaten their lives with a gun or a knife or whatever? Why do they use a knife or a gun? Why? Not, guns are expensive. I don't know how much they cost, but they must cost a few hundred dollars. Why not just say, hello, I want to rape you, and, and you know, or, well, I just want to sleep with you. Because the reason people use violence is they're getting somebody, they're trying to get somebody to do something that they otherwise would never do. You see? I don't need to use violence because if I believe in the merit of what I am saying, I don't need to introduce violence. I don't need to get you to do something that you would otherwise not do because I'm, I'm appealing to reason. I'm appealing to a Bible you have at home that you can now look up this up and see if it's true. I'm trying to also say to you that there is one error people can make to say, you know, I don't know the answer and I bet someone else does because I love Jesus too much and I just can't walk away from him. I've been a Christian all my life. My... I, I believed in Jesus since I was four years old. Does that mean my whole life was a waste and a lie? Yeah. So what I'm doing is I am appealing to the Bible. The reason why Christians used violence, as did Muslims, was not because they were violent. It's because they, they used violence to get 
the Jews to do things that they would have not otherwise done. That's why people use violence in any case. Someone can walk into a bank and says, just give me all your money, but there, there is no threat if you don't. The bank would just, you know, say goodbye. So that's why the church used violence. Now, prior to the 4th century, there was a lot of, um, there were responses to Christianity. Um, because prior to the 4th century, there were many anti-Jewish things said by the church, but it meant nothing. You were, as a Jew, you were in no danger in the Roman Empire prior to the 4th century because the, Roman, the Christian religion um, was, a, was not recognized and was often persecuted. So therefore, whatever Tertullian said about the Jews, he said terrible things about Jews, it was completely rhetorical. It had no, it had, didn't make a difference. It would be like some... Um, you know, some, you know, flat earth society saying the Jew, like, who cares? You know, just ranting. There were no consequences for this kind of rhetoric. With things that Origen said about the Jews, it didn't make a difference. Origen was part of an illegal religion. Jews, they were 5% of the Roman Empire. We were 10%, and they, we were recognized they weren't. Everything changes in the 4th century. When Christianity is is accepted as, it becomes an accepted religion, and then as we move forward a little, just a little bit later, it becomes the official religion of the Roman Empire. Certainly, we come to the end of the first century, and by as we are ending the fourth century, Christianity is now approximately 50 to 55 percent of the Roman Empire, and now it really matters, and now the Jews are on the run, and now rabbis are being killed, and now synagogues are being burnt down. That's when it's happening. At that point, of course we didn't say anything. Why wouldn't we? Because we were I mean, people are saying today, don't respond to what Christians are saying because they're supporting Israel. And this happened to me. Uh, years ago, a um, like guy from the 700 Club, whatever his name is, um, Pat Robertson, uh, had something up on his site that was from Jews for Jesus. And I was very, very upset. I don't know if I've ever told anyone this story before. And he put something up. It was written by a staff member of Jews for Jesus. And it was on his site. And I just was really offended by it. He was a guy who ran for president. Um, and I wrote an article in response to it, and I received a phone call from a member of the Knesset saying, you don't get it. Um, George W. Bush is putting a lot of pressure on it, and Pat Robertson is now supposed to be going to the White House to to put pressure on Bush, because Bush will listen to him. You know, please stop with the articles with Pat Robertson right now, because this is this is creating an uproar among this cadre of evangelicals that have have the ear of the president who you know have the ear of the president you know so you know so i mean whatever it was there's you so the consequences were enormous i always want you to go back to the original we are looking at the same text there's no magical hidden text that i have in my pocket we have access to all of it just look it up for yourself that's what i encourage people to do but people use violence because the, the argument doesn't have merit. Or they will tell you that you're blinded, that there's some satanic demonic blind over you that you can't see. There's like veils flying all over the place, scales jumping up and down. There's no veils, there's no scales, there's no schmales, there's nothing. It's just Hashem gave you eyes and just look at the text and say, is it what's true? And look it up for yourself. That's all. There's no, there's no, if the, and if Jesus is the Messiah, that means we should be living in time when everyone can see the truth clearly.